Welcome to Thunder Thighs and Lightning, a podcast about true stories of the modern day hustle. Join us as we relive some of our most heinous, hilarious, and slightly inappropriate life experiences in an attempt to just connect with you, the listeners. This podcast showcases our personal thoughts and opinions on being women in the 21st century. Please note that the episodes contain colorful languages and also controversial content. You're in for a terrifyingly relatable listening experience from the comfort of your own space. Pants are not required. Hey everyone, we are in our recording studio today and we have our friend Audrey in the house who is doing some of her artwork in the background. Hi guys. Um, she's not going to join us during the episode, but she is going to be here for us bullshitting, and you might hear her um, conversing profanely with her art <laughs> while we're here, just so you know. You might hear her creating. Absolutely. Um, so, Kat, I wanted to talk about uh, this tweet that I was telling you about that said, at any given moment, someone in the world is thinking about how you were their worst first date. <laughs> and it actually, I don't know, it just stuck with me because we oftentimes think about our, like, who was our. But not when we were the worst. Right? Yeah. I mean, I think in general, we probably think when people were the worst to us and not oh, when we God, were the worst to sure. them. Well, we are a narcissistic culture, so. And a narcissistic narcissistic pair of podcast hosts. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I thought that today we could talk about some of the times that we were worst first dates. Absolutely. Or people that we know that have stories. I don't, I can't have, like, don't have any off the top of my head, but we'll probably get some good feedback from our listeners <laughs> about when they were awful. Um, I have a really quick one that I can start with, if that's yes, okay. please. I'm going to take these glasses off. Uh, for you guys listening, um, we're all wearing glasses, but they're all just blue light glasses. And, and none of us are prescribed well, anything. <laughs> and we aren't <laughs> even looking at a computer right now. We're looking at each other. I am. <laughs> Audrey's working. <laughs> One of us is creating. We're all One creating is- right now. Um, <laughs> so my this wasn't a date. It's funny for me to call this a date. It was 100% a one night stand. But it was jarring as a young 20 <laughs> something. Um, so I met this dude at a bar as one night stands go. Uh, he came back to my apartment, which at the time was in the Fremont neighborhood in Seattle. I was living like right around the corner from the ballroom. Oh, my God. And I had just gotten single and I had a number of friends who had just gotten single. Um, and so our place was kind of just an after hours hangout. It was kind of a party spot. Especially in Fremont. Right. Being yeah. around the corner. I do actually remember like as the bars were closing, there was a little like bodega on the corner and that guy would sell me um like beer to take home or like smokes after they were closed so i would just remember like running out of the ballroom and being (laughs) like i need to go get the like the post party beer what does everyone want and sometimes i would trade him like plants and stuff for smokes that guy really loved me but anyways (laughs) um i took this guy home whatever we hooked up wait bodega guy i wish it would have probably been a better choice he was a very sweet guy no some chode that I met at <laughs> ballroom. So this, again, I want to say this wasn't a date. However, took him home. We hooked up the next morning. I was still in, I was in grad school. And so I had to get to school and I took the bus everywhere then. And he had driven. And so I was like, Hey, can you take me? I was probably 25 or something. I was like, Hey, can you take me to school? It's right down in Belltown. 
And he was just like super into me, super weirdly like, yes, that's so great. Like opening the door of my house and things, which were very sweet, but too much for the yeah. situation. And I remember getting into his his Jeep and going to buckle my seatbelt and seeing a car seat in the back oh and then God. turning promptly around and just being like frozen in time. And then as he was driving, he was just like, oh, you saw the car seat, didn't you? And then we had this super awkward conversation about the car seat. And I was just like, oh, everything's cool. We're fine. That was great. You're cool. We're fine. You're the greatest. Kids are great. Things are fun. It's a daughter. Wow. Fun. Until I get dropped off at school. The reason I'm talking about this in this context is because this guy then proceeded to try to take me out to dinner try to take me out to a movie, try to hang out with me all the time. And, and I made it pretty clear, like, this is not, it was sort of pretext days. So I had to talk to him and say, that was really fun, but this is not our future. And then one week later to the day, he showed up at my house, um, inviting me to go to a cabin for the weekend with him, his daughter, his parents and his sister and her husband. Oh shit. Yeah. You just were getting wifed up. You yeah. Were, and I think. Who knew you being like slammered at the ballroom <laughs> was like, oh, she's a great stepmom. Let's bring her home. Can't wait for her to watch my babies. And and I don't even consider that him being like my worst one night stand hookup. I consider me being his worst because he really was reading things a different way. Oh, yeah. He read it in a way that like he showed up a week later and asked me to like meet his family. And I had to just straight up be like, I can't have you coming to my house anymore. I'm very sorry that you know where this location is. Can I ask you, um, do you remember, do you recall, this is like an attorney question. Do you recall if you had an oversized purse that evening? Cause this is the beginning of the oversized purse era. Did you have an oversized purse? Um, you know, I can't, during the during the beginning of the oversized purse era, pre hobo bag, early oversized purse, I did carry a lot of them. But sometimes I would go down to like a small crossbody clutch. Oh, it's a crossbody clutch. Because you know he was like, I, she can hold like three diapers <laughs> and one thing wipes in there. And he, he was, was like, judging. he was like, this is my girl. He's like, ah, she's. That's wife material. Like, if I did have an oversized purse, it definitely had like a loose Twix bar, a string cheese, <laughs> some pretzels, like two of my books for school, which are psychology books. Because I do feel like guys, like when you're a single dad, you look at women a little bit differently if you're trying to wife up. The oh, gal. I totally bet. And I bet he was looking at you like, oh my god, like especially if you were wearing like if you. I'm just picturing you. I'm painting the picture for everyone listening. I'm picturing Kristen with a pair of flat shoes, not high heels, because we're already pretty tall. And ballerina flats. Ballerina flats, boom, mom shoes. Then, like a pashmina afghan, like kind of loosely tied around your neck, but Ooh, then wearing, I don't see, know. see, look at me painting the picture. No, I think I was probably in the cage dancing on the... Yes, but with your satchel that looked like it could yeah. carry wipes and diapers. <laughs> He was like, she knows how to party, but she can also adult well. Yeah. Um, well, and also when I when I did like, you drive a four door? I didn't have a car. <laughs> Talking about it now, I like thought at the time, holy shit, dude, I'm only 25, but this dude could have been 25. 
Yeah. And he probably like and had a kid that was four or five or you know what I mean? Like got I married young and this is his like hooray. It might have been his hoorah. worst his worst one night stand slash first date slash person he wanted to introduce to his parents. Sounded like a, a series of dates or trying to date. How about you? Um Mine was, I guess, the one that I have that I'm noting. I'm sure that there's plenty more. Oh, before you get into it, wasn't it a first date when you got hit in the side of the face with a bag of nuts? No, that was when I was playing a wingman. I thought that was kind of a date. It was not a date because I was, like, with friends. And I was like, oh, my God, he likes me. And he clearly did not. He liked Katie, which, I mean, I totally get because she was, like, I was really shy and, like, yeah, it was just, it was really funny. I took one for the team. Um, <laughs> no, that was just when I realized I wasn't a first date, that I was on somebody else's first date, that and she didn't even realize she was on a first date. So it was one of these no, weird that's triangles. Fair. That's actually fair. Um, I think mine was probably when, and this was like not that long ago. I mean, it was, it was long ago. God, it's been years. But I had a kind of a group of friends that we would all like meet up after work kind of a deal and uh they we would all all collectively meet up for a beer or we'd go to this one spot that was known for their like nachos and their wings and whatever and um one of the guys from the group that we had all hung out with had asked me was like hey are you are we going to this location you know after work today and i was like oh yeah i didn't realize we were but sure yeah i'll meet you and then I get there and it's just him in like a button up and khakis <laughs> and I didn't put it together uh, at all. Like he worded, <laughs> I did not put it together. He didn't word it at all. It wasn't like, did hey, he not normally dress in a button up and khakis? No, no, he was a bartender. So he normally oh, okay. just was in like a black shirt. And so black he like pants. had gotten date ready. He had gotten date ready. Yeah. And he smelled like cologne. And I was like, this is really weird. And I was like, are you meeting somebody here? Like, I was like, what is <laughs> happening? <laughs> like, And I'm expecting to see, like, four of my other girlfriends, like, tagging along. And I'm realizing very quickly, like, they're not coming. Like, I was like, okay, well, where's everybody else? And he was like, well, they might join us later. And I'm thinking, oh, okay. So I hadn't put it together yet that he was implying that this was our date together at all. Where I realized that it started to become a date was when we ordered the food and I ordered nachos. And he was like, oh, yeah, we can share that oh. i'll have some of those and i was like the fuck like you're not touching my fucking food like fuck off like no no i, I actually have spent um, the majority of the last like 19 months with you and i couldn't imagine trying to touch your nachos don't touch my nachos i have a routine i eat the goodies off the top and i save the rest to make a casserole later it's not a one day not a one day nacho experience i mean you mean leave them in your or leave them in my car, as Audrey just said. <laughs> find them in the find them in the back of your fridge. Yeah, a month later and try to purse eat them. nachos. But like, I'm just like, okay, if one thing you know about me, if like I'm ordering nachos, is clearly not a fucking date because it's not. No, date food is like finger snacks and not noodles. You never order noodles because they end up like on your chin and your hair and all the things like as you're trying to eat them. And hold on, nachos is a finger snack. Not for me. (laughs) (laughs) You ever see guacamole on someone's elbows? (laughs) Take me out for nachos. Yes, I know you. I've been hanging out with you for 19 months like I just said. (laughs) I know. 
But yeah, so he had like, and I was like, oh, this motherfucker, he thinks that this is like a me and him thing. And I kind of was picking up slowly. I was like, I think that he thinks this is a date maybe. I don't know. Because then one of the bartenders from the bar that we were at, he also knew us. So he came and sat with us for majority of the time, which thank God, because we just sat and talked and I was just noticing that this dude was getting more and more aggravated as he was like hanging out with us. And I'm just like, yeah, I thought this was a group thing. And here I am stuck with you. Like I'm like wearing my nasty tattoo clothes. I've got like ink on me. And then he's in like a button up and slack. Was this not a guy that you would be into? God, no, Jesus. No. Like okay. I thought we were just homies, oh, like okay. maybe get drunk and maybe make out with, if I was so drunk, I couldn't remember where I, no, even then, no, no, I'm trying to justify, I'm trying to be nice right now and it's just not working. Um, so then we go and meet up with everybody and they're all like, Oh, Oh, how was your question? Date? Did they know about the, they knew yes, about the date. They knew about the date. That's a setup. I your was fucking pissed. Yeah. We're not friends anymore. Guess what? I do not communicate with a single one of those people anymore. If that, well, let's say that if Jay wasn't in the picture and that happened now and Someone was trying to set you up with someone. Oh my god, I'd lose my shit. And I didn't tell you. Oh god, I burned your house down. <laughs> oh my god, this is escalating kidding. so just quickly. Kidding. <laughs> just kidding. We'll hear more about how this ended after we. So now that we have all of our glasses back on, um, I just feel like I have to paint the picture better because I was realizing during our little break that um, I had noted that I had been tattooing all day, which would have been like painting the picture to be a hot mess. But I think what pisses me off more about this story is I had been, this was like a time frame where it was before I had started tattooing and I had been in my oil painting class. And I, if anybody's ever tried oil painting, like, first of all, when you're in a classroom setup, it's very sweaty and oil paint gets on fucking everything. So I'm pretty sure I had it in my hair. It was on my shirt. It was on my clothes, on my purse. And it like doesn't dry. So everywhere you go, you're like leaving the stain of it. Um, it's not dateable. Like it's not first date material. Yeah. Like if you like, had actually been into this. If if I had, if my friends had sprung this date on me, I think it would have been like, hey, would have been nice to know. So I could have gone home and showered, at least brushed my hair or like put makeup on and not had like yellow okra paint like swiped on the okra. side of my face to make me You're look pulling like out I some art school shit here. Look at me. Yeah. <laughs> but it like gets embedded in. Ochre, it's ochre. Audrey just corrected me. I, I like she say, graduated from art school. I know. I dropped out. So <laughs> I like to say I okra. Dropped out once, I just went back. Oh well, okay. Overachiever over here. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But yeah, I so definitely many overachievers in the studio Wait, right so now. It's I ochre? just look like an overachiever with my glasses. It's ochre. Yeah. Oh man. Back to the stories. We have a lot to learn about art now. Um. Wow, that's like crush dream. Crush. You don't talk to these people anymore. No, I don't talk to these people anymore. But part of it, it was just like, yeah, like if I would have been set up for a date, like fuck you guys for not giving me the heads up so I couldn't have like cleansed myself like a little bit, you know, I, I don't know. Anyway, um, but going forward with that, then as we were leaving and I kind of had put together, I'm like, I kind of feel like this is like a date thing, but we were going to go meet with our friends. This is when I really knew is he leaned in for a kiss and I no. did like this like pivot move that I was like in the matrix, like my body went into like <laughs> areas that I didn't know I could like move it into. 
um, to avoid this, to dodge this kiss. And I was just like, no, 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 no. This is when you were leaving the first place to go meet, to meet go your meet friends? the friends. And he was not we, reading the room. No, he did not read the room at all, at all, clearly. And then um, as we were walking over to go meet the friends, he was just like, I just really like you. And like went on this whole thing. And I'm like, thanks. And then we walk in. They're like, how did it go? And I was like, well, I'm fucking out of here. Like, Weird. This is like the worst you. surprise party ever. It was the worst. And then I realized at that point, too, I was the worst first date because this poor kid probably thought he was on a date with me because they all hyped him up to think that, like, I liked him or something. But no one fucking consulted me. I think they just were <laughs> like, oh, she's really nice. She'll deal with it. She won't break this poor Mormon kid's heart. And I was like, <laughs> crushing. <laughs> Um, I have a few, like, we've talked about plenty of fish before. That's how old you and I are in the dating world. Bottom of the barrel. Bottom of the barrel. Bottom of the ocean. Bottom of the ocean. That's it. But, um, just like really quick ones that I want to go through. And I think I was probably someone's worst first date. (laughs) But if you say probably, then yeah. It's not, it's not like deep stories. Uh, I've, like I've said before, I've, I often on my plenty of fish dates gave them fish names. So like one of them was Navy fish cause he was in the Navy. I'm like, I can't even remember his name to this day. Um, but like our date was at a bar and it was fine. It was okay. But then after that, he's like, let's go back to my house. And I went back and he lived with like eight other Navy guys and they got out a huge, like six foot bong and a boa constrictor. Which was like like a really bad date for me, (laughs) but I just locked myself in the bathroom and slept under a rug for the whole night and just ignored them like knocking on the door (laughs) through the entire night. It was also like I was drunk and scared, but he was just like, hey, everything's safe. I can get you a cab. I'm sorry it went this way. And I was just pretending to be silent and dead in the bathroom. for an entire night and then like when they all passed out at 5 a.m i like caught a cab and went home another one was um drunky fish and drunky fish was a name i had for a couple of the drunks that i went on dates with but one of them was this like very very sweet guy who took me on like a nice dinner we like sipped nice tequila and then when he went to take me home, I sort of tequila drunk got into this rage about like, I just met you. You can't expect to know where I live. No way am I taking you back to my house and kind of freaked out on him. And I think he was genuinely just a gentleman who was offering me a ride home. <laughs> and the sort of irony of that entire situation is that I had taken several men whose names I didn't even know actually home to my house before and this very nice guy was just offering me a ride so I could be safe and I turned into like a psycho tequila cunt (laughs) and did not allow him to drive me and then the last one and this this is not what I called him but for the purposes of this podcast I would like to just call him Jesus Fish (laughs) who is a very religious guy and on our first date, I did tell him that I didn't believe in God oh, as like one God. of the first things I said to him. It's really breaking hearts there. Yeah. Well, I feel like when you're on plenty of fish, you don't you don't expect much more. It's true. Um, I have I have I think what is my worst dates where I was the worst date story ever. Do you have any other quips or anything that you want to add? Because I kind oh, of God. it's a little bit in depth. My. Um, the one I can think of is that I went and I 
had just turned 21 and I wasn't like a big drinker, but I drank like a big, huge beer and it was like an actual date. This was <laughs> a real date. Beer. It was like one of the big dates, you know, the big beers, but it's fair. this was like a fun date and the guy was really cute and he seemed really nice. And I was just in a place where I just did not want to be in a relationship at all. And he started to like ask me relationshipy questions, you know? And um, then we went parasailing, and while we were like <laughs> way above the water, Hold on. I just went Hold on. on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Were you a contestant on The Bachelor? I know, right? And no. you didn't know it. No. Listen, no. I got a limo in there. We took this helicopter. There's no. a lot of other girls there for some reason. He was paying for the date, not ABC. Where were, <laughs> were you in the tropics? No, we were in Tacoma, Washington. And you went parasailing? We went parasailing. He drove me all the way from Seattle to Tacoma to go parasailing. I didn't know they had parasailing adventures. At the Ram. The I'm not supposed to mention names Puget of places, sound. I think, but. The, I briefly worked got, for the Ram for you, one day. Where you got fired from. Before it was let go by a man that was three years younger than me. Oh. For, for not my personality. Oh, my God. This is like <laughs> a whole other story. But, yeah, basically we were Good in, company. The, in the air. And I just was like going off about how. Were you like, in swimsuits? No, just regular clothes. Just parasailing over the. the, the this is wild. Sound. And then just like. He was just asking me all these relationship questions, and I just went in on why I was, like, never going to be in a serious relationship, and I thought they were, like, stupid, and I thought men were stupid, and I was like, what else? In the air. In the air. In he a shared harness. He couldn't run away. Like, he was, like, stuck up there. And if he would have, like, fell out, I would have understood why. <laughs> he just, like, ejects himself yeah. out of it. And he's like, bitch, I just spent, like, $200 on this date, and, like, this was, like, 20 years ago. That's a lot of money 20 years ago. I was just like two hundred dollars yeah. twenty years ago, and today's money is four hundred dollars. <laughs> Damn! With inflation, Damn. big slander. Um, yeah. So I that, would say that's probably one of that's the top probably ones. one of his worst dates. Definitely one of his worst dates because he was like, and he was so sweet, and I was just like, no, like ew, ew, why? Uh, my, I would say the time that I was the worst date, and maybe this podcast will get to the point where someone's listening who contacts us and reminds me that I was worse than this. <laughs> I can't wait. Me too, actually. <laughs> but please email Kristen. Don't email me because I'll never email back. No, email thunderthighspodcast at gmail.com. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> she checks it. Um, was a date with Dave, actually, my husband, <laughs> before he was my husband. Oh, romance. And it, it was um, New Year's Eve there's the actual fuck sorry sidebar speaking of dates i think we just had a missed love connection between audrey and <laughs> the power guy who just came up and put a giant javelin was in that the, the power guy i thought that was like jump. what is the pole vaulters i thought that was a pole studio. vaulter you're making shit up no no there was he wasn't a man that cute. in yellow he <laughs> had missed, a beard this is missed connections audrey you could have been his first worst date Audrey. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, it was New Year's <laughs> Eve some year. I can't even remember. It was before I moved to Hood River. Uh, Dave came up to Seattle. A bunch of us were going out. We pre-funked. It was a ton of girls. It was Dave and one of his buddies. We met. We went to the um, Hard Rock. Oh, yes. Down Downtown by, by the Edgewater. Oh, is it, yes. Yeah. No, by Pike. 
Pike Place. Yeah, by the edge. Yeah, yeah, okay, yes. So we went there. This is how drunk I was. I can't even remember. It was the kind of night where we, all the women had shoved a bunch of mini bottles of alcohol in our bras so we could like rip them out inside and not have to pay $15 for drinks at the Hard Rock. Yeah. Just chug them in the bathroom. And so. We just get a flask. But minis, <laughs> minis are so easy to Blasts shove. Are so when you're like, being searched, you get um, you got searched all the time at bars in Seattle. Then oh, that's true. And flasks are so like much more like um, smart. <laughs> <laughs> that's a really good point. <laughs> yeah. So I think we will continue talking about this worst date after we come. So I'm realizing that. It might not be the Hard Rock Cafe. What's the other one that's very similar to that? That also starts Planet Hollywood. Maybe because it had the big Earth and it was yeah, spinning. Well, what was downtown Seattle? It was a bunch of shit downtown. No, no, no. It was was it the Hard Rock or the House of Blues? I don't. Think Doesn't it matter. Was House of Blues. I want to say it was Planet Hollywood because then later it became <laughs> the PI, and then it was no, later no, shown no, no. in the movie The Ring. Oh my god, you're making so much stuff up. Okay, I, I think it was the Hard Rock. Okay, check your facts. <laughs> I know the Seattle PI. Anyways, doesn't matter. So, anyways, we're there. I get super loaded. I try to ghost Dave, who's my boyfriend by this time. So it's not a first date, but it's our first like New Year's celebration together with all of our friends. So I'm just like. Hey, like trying to run down the stairs like I do, right? I'm trying to do the like Irish goodbye, the like ghosting out the door. And he finds me and is just like, hey, what's happening? Where are you? And I was just like, I'm Blotto. I have to go. Uh, you live in a different town. I'm not used to having people around who try to stop me when I'm leaving. I got to go get a cab. Takes me downstairs, sets me up with a cab. As soon as he leaves, I find these like two women in a car with a bottle of Grey Goose. And I'm like, what's up, Grey Goose ladies? Where are you going? And this was not like an intentional ditch. This was just like a drunken fix wandering the streets. Look, I found new friends. In a half dress with miniature bottles of vodka in my tits. And it was these two women and they're like, we're going to a party. So I climb into their BMW, which I was like stoked. I'm in a BMW. That's We're driving. Like. I'm in the backseat. This oh is like, God. these are these women are a couple. They're going to their friend's house. This is why your mom will not be surprised one day when the ID discovery people come to her. 100%. When they, well, when, was, were they driving a BMW? And was their minivan, did it have the sliding doors by themselves? Is she the or? type of girl who would jump into anyone's car? And my mom's <laughs> like, do they have vodka? <laughs> yes. What's their description? Human? Maybe? I okay. don't know. Could be otherwise. She's in. I think she would definitely take off with a stranger. <laughs> Our leads are zilch, officer. Oh, I've been <laughs> um, my own hair. So then the rest of this is kind of a blur. And this is not like a proud moment. I'm never proud when I'm like blackout drunk and forgetting things. But I wake up in the back of this car. I'm locked in. I realize quickly that I'm like somewhere in another neighborhood in Seattle, but these two like kind women have gone into their party and left the drunk who climbed into their car, like locked. They put a code over me. Aww. It was like how you would sort of expect that women would treat women who like knew that women were fucked up. Yeah. Um, 
So it was a little bit heartwarming, but also a little bit terrifying because I didn't know where I was. I climbed out of the car. I had my cell phone. I was calling Dave over and over, like, come get me. This is where I'm at. I'm at this corner. I thought I was in one neighborhood. I was clearly in a fucking different neighborhood. I was crying. People were walking by me, and I was just like, where are we? And they were ignoring me. The whole time for Dave, he's riding around in a cab around Seattle, not like Uber, not with his friends, not free, just racking up money, trying to find me and chase down these leads that I'm giving him. Like I'm fucking Carmen San Diego. Oh my God. Finally, he can like finds me. And like most of this is a blur. It's been reconstructed for me by him. We go back to my house. We pass out. I wake up the next morning and he's gone. And so I'm like, oh, my fucking boyfriend's gone. Like I woke up being like, I wonder if he wants bacon. <laughs> and he's completely gone. Should we get takeout? Like he li- I wonder if he's out getting Taco Bell right now. Nope. He had taken off to go home, back to oh, Hood River, back to here. Because he was just like pissed. And I was the worst date that you could have ever asked for for New Year's because he spent his New Year's riding around in a cab trying to chase down drunk leads. Spending hundreds of dollars from his fucking girlfriend. Needless to say. You're married now. Yeah, years later. (laughs) It's taken some reparations. I did. He did take a train that day and I did like race down I-5 in my head like a rom-com to follow him I was trying to like get him to get off at various stops to like meet me. And clearly that was not what he wanted to do. He was fucking angry. Yeah. Understandably. Um, but then when he got to his final stop, I just tracked him down. <laughs> I love this. It's like, if we're breaking up, we're at least not breaking up over phone after I was like, lying in a street, misleading you around everywhere, which is maybe one of the most responsible conversations i've ever had in this relationship at least we're not breaking up over phone at least (laughs) and we didn't and we stayed together but i can't handle how like kind of like pseudo romantic this is in like a weird fucked up way it feels romantic to me too now i almost have to whisper that because he's in the same area as the recording studio and he's gonna come out and be like no 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 (laughs) i think he thinks it's romantic Now. now, but I do think that I was probably his worst New Year's date ever, probably ever. <laughs> Hopefully that carries over and it never gets worse than that. Yeah, let's see. So it's ochre, okra, ochre, Oprah. She knows she's being recorded, so she's not saying anything. Oprah. She was already on Hopeful. there. Audrey, why aren't you participating? Audrey, say words. What? <clears throat>